Well, good morning and a special Christmas morning welcome to you all. It's so wonderful that you can be with us today. Let's just pray together. Gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks for your word that we can enter into that today. But Lord, we ask that your presence be upon us, you guide us and you lead us and you open us up to your word today, fresh and new. Oh Lord, we pray this in your holy name. Amen. How many people have um, managed to open a Christmas present today? Uh, there's a couple. Good, good. How many people are looking forward to opening some Christmas presents today? There's a few people. There we go. That's good. I want to ask you this question, but I want you not to answer this aloud because it may actually offend somebody here. Okay? Think about what is your best, most favourite Christmas present you've ever received. Who did it come from? What was it? Was it big? Was it small? As I said, I don't want you to offend anybody saying, oh, it was this one and you gave it to me. And by the way, everything else that somebody else gave you is not it. That's not what I want you to focus on. You know, as, as, as we're thinking about the Christmas story, as we've been hearing about the Christmas story and the birth of Jesus and the Magi coming on, I want to actually tell you a bit about the Magi, the wise men. Now, see, so the Magi, this, this part of the story, we often read it as it just flowed on and just went into one after the other, but the Magi visited about two years after Jesus' birth. It wasn't like the day of, you know, you know when we have the pictures of nativity scene all laid out for us and you've got um, the shepherds coming in, you've got the angels, you've got Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, you've got sheep, you've got cows, you've got goats, and you also have the magi riding in on the camels and everything else. It wasn't all together. This was a story that played out over days, over years, and we need to remember that. But what I wanted to focus on is gifts, the gifts given, but what was the best, what was the greatest gift that was given? See, the Magi gave something that was even more important than the gifts they gave of gold and frankincense of myrrh. They gave their worship. Their worship is the most precious, most valuable, most heartfelt gift they could give that cost nothing. No monetary point comes into there. It's not about how expensive it is or how big or how shiny. It is you coming and sharing your praise to God. There's a saying that, you know, where you put your money and your time and your energy in, that is where your heart is, that is where your worship is. So where have you been spending your time, your money, your energy, your effort this Christmas? On tangible things of this world or on the things that are beyond? Have you been stirring up treasures in heaven? Have you been worshipping? You know, I, I love Christmas. I, I really do enjoy Christmas. I love seeing, and you know, over the years, if my kids have got, gone from from babies to where the only thing they really enjoyed at Christmas was ripping paper up. 
to enjoying various gifts and, you know, toys and you always had to make sure you had enough batteries or, you know, that various things, you know, in stock for the gifts that you're given. And as they grew up and got bigger, they became more expensive, more elaborate, more very independent about what they were doing with them, whether there's, you know, all, all those kind of things that you buy at Christmas. But over all of those times and seeing all of the joy on their faces at Christmas times and opening the gifts that were given, that all pales into insignificance when I think about the joy I have seeing them worshipping. Coming and worshipping God with all of their heart, all of their soul and all of their mind and giving of themselves back. That is the thing that really fills my heart with great joy. And it's the same for when I see family and friends and people at this church coming and worshipping. It fills me with great joy that you're willing to give the greatest gift that you have back to God. The Magi who came, the wise men, they were intellectual, scientific truth seekers. They were searching and they were questioning and that searching and questioning that led them to look and find Jesus. And while our Western tradition states that we have three wise men that come along, three magi that come along, the Bible actually doesn't state that there was three. Actually, it's interestingly, if you go into the Eastern Orthodox tradition, they have 12 magi that come along. The number's not important. And it's interesting also our tradition goes on to further on elaborate this, that the Magi, the three Magi our Western tradition has, um, we often think that they're kings as well. You know, not only were they wise intellectual people, they were kings, you know, hence the Christmas carol, we three kings of Orient are. Um, but you know, it goes even further to give them names. We name them and we also have the countries of origins where they all came from as well within this Christian tradition. But all of this tradition surrounding the Magi and the focus that they had on the gifts given, that kind of distracts me from what I wanted to actually make the main point I wanted to make. And and this is it today. Don't get caught up in all of the traditions within this festive season of the giving and receiving of gifts and thinking what's important, what's not important. But let's focus on what the Magi did when they first came to Jesus when they first came and they, they announced to King Herod that what did they want to do? They wanted to come to find the king that was born and wanted to pay homage, wanted to worship him. And then when they arrived and came and found Mary and Joseph and the, the young boy, Jesus, what did they do? They worshipped him. Yes, they gave their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, They gave expensive and timely important gifts of the the nature and the significance of who Jesus is, of the significant points within his life and history that is going to unfold in front of them. But they gave the one thing from themselves that was not of monetary value. They gave worship. They gave homage. They said, we are not important in this story. You are. You are so important that we have travelled across country, taken us two years to get here to pay you respect and worship. So 
I want to ask you, what is the best gift that you have given? Is it something that you've bought from a store or is it something that you have brought out of yourself, which is worship of Jesus? May we, like the Magi, seek the presence of God in all of our lives, going and finding Jesus Christ that is much more than a baby, but our Saviour, our Redeemer. And in doing so, may our lives be full of worship, worship of Jesus Christ. I want to finish today with a prayer. It's an ancient prayer from a truth seeker, an intellectual person who wanted to find Jesus' fair life. It's, it's, from, it's a prayer of St. Augustine, and it's this. And it's based around Matthew 7, verse 7. So let's just pray together these words. O Lord, those who seek you shall praise you. For those who seek Jesus and those who find Jesus shall praise him. O Lord, let me seek you. And in calling on you, call on you in believing in you. For you have preached to us, O Lord, my faith in you I call upon, that faith which you have imparted to me, which you have bathed into me through the incarnation of your Son. O Lord, today may we seek you with all our hearts, all our soul, all our minds, all our being. And as we find you today, not as a baby in a story so long, but living vibrant in our lives redeeming us, may we praise you today. May we lift your name on high and give thanks to you, O God. We ask this in your holy name. Amen.